Hi, Jason. Uh, <laughs> That's your part. You're supposed to say hi, Nicole. Hi, uh, hey, Nicole. Hi, everyone. We're not. We're not editing. Welcome to the couple that scares together, and we're back with another episode tonight. Yes, we are. So uh, tonight we're going to talk about uh, Friday the thirteenth because it's tomorrow. We're taping this the day before on mm-hmm. Thursday the twelfth. Which would be Thursday the twelfth. Correct. Um, but I thought we'd talk a little bit about Friday the thirteenth and and where that. My, why that makes people nervous, or what do we do with that information? Um, talk a little bit about the superstitions surrounding that, the legend, um, why we're so concerned in the first place. How does that sound? Uh, sounds fantastic. Let's go. Okay. Do you know why I'm doing this? Well, a couple reasons. Uh, because today is Thursday the 12th, and tomorrow <laughs> is uh, Friday the 13th, and you want to let more, you know, the more people know. People know that, hey, you got to be, that, listen, what? tomorrow is a day. To really go out and be watchful and careful. Okay, I don't Be on think the lookout so. for black cats. Oh, no. Make oh. sure that you don't walk underneath <clears throat> of uh, oh, the, all the ladders and the like. Yes. Well, I'm going to, at the end of my, at the end of me talking about um, a little bit about how I think we should connect with tomorrow and everything, I am going to tell you one spooky story. Uh, we will discuss uh, Dave Politis uh, this evening. Yes, we should do that. Absolutely. We should, since we watched his video that didn't have anything to do at all with Bigfoot. He was so I, disappointed. I kept waiting and waiting and waiting for the Bigfoot, the Bigfoot part mm-hmm. of the documentary, which of course didn't exist. It was uh, um, it was fine. It was about missing four one one, but. I was looking forward to the Bigfoot discussion. Which he, I think he made up in his head. You've made that whole up, that no, whole narrative up. Lee, a friend alluded. of ours. He alluded to it. He made mention to it directly, I think didn't he? Did. he? I think so. I think you filled in the, the, I kept telling you the subtitle is the UFO connection. And you were like, I think we're talking about Bigfoot. Bigfoot, Bigfoot, yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know where you got it from. I don't know, but it I was, love that subject. But it was wonderful. The documentary is great. Do you think? Uh, yes, it's great. Uh, well, no, I don't. I mean, yes, it's interesting. No, I don't. Um, I enjoy it to a point because it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I find the stories to be really depressing. They can be very sad. Absolutely. Which I, I, I mean, I did, when I, you know, yes. more and more, I want to, uh, to enjoy, you know. We're pretty busy with work and our family, and so we have limited time to just kind of, you know, um, be entertained, I guess you could say. Okay. And, and so, I mean, I don't know about you. Well, I do know about you, but when it, when it comes to <laughs> me, like, I don't want to be feeling depressed by watching a program, and I, and I often find that while... Um, I enjoy his shows, and it is very interesting and certainly fascinating. It makes you think, you know, all of that. It's just, you know, this feeling that I get when I watch it is gotcha. that I, you know, I, I don't need these stories gotcha. in my life <laughs> because it makes me feel bad. Well, that I get that. I don't feel that way. So I maybe I compartmentalize a little differently, but I can acknowledge that they are depressing and not be depressed. Oh, I feel depressed by it. Okay. All right. So, yeah. I get it. That makes sense. And Um, there are certain things that I, right now, in this period of my um, 
my whatever being a mom i can't watch things about young children things like that they bother well, me absolutely uh, one of the cases involved a little kid the dior case that is very like, very God, famous damn why do i want to why do i want to hear about that i know I just, it, it makes me feel bad I mean, like i said like i mean it is interesting it's fascinating mm-hmm. he is a very intelligent guy and yes. he tells a compelling story all of that can be true right but at the same time like it's hard to imagine that you leave that program feeling good. Great. I'll tell you what I feel like, and I don't know quite how to explain it, but I feel like that this was a real person, that something really happened to this family. And as a mother, that I, the best way I could do to honor this person is to acknowledge their pain, to sit in that pain and acknowledge their story. And I, part of my job as a human is to bear witness. I get I mean, That's just how I feel, whether that makes okay. sense or not. I don't want it to... I disagree because right. I don't want to feel like you can acknowledge their pain to a point, but I don't need to kind of... Yes. You know, I don't need to wallow in it. I'll tell you what I think it comes down to is there are certain people, like I would consider myself empathic or an empath. So, not if you can watch that. No, 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 feel. but I am very different. So I have friends, I have very close friends. They're very much like you and my sister who are also that an empath. Oh, your but sister's crazy. That's, that's Don't different. say that. <laughs> I said no, <laughs> but she <laughs> absorbs, she absorbs and then um, is exhausted by other people's energy. So, yes. like, uh, my friend yes. Marlene is one of I those know people. people like that. So when that she, in my life. right, when she is near me, or when she's near with anything, after a gathering or after whatever, she beca- she can become physically exhausted. Because you, and because I don't. You can give energy. You can take. Like it can. Yes, be, it's yes, a reciprocal like process. It can be passed back and forth, and so you don't want to surround yourself. This is my opinion. But you, you like you don't want to surround yourself with too much negative energy because that that will make. You know, you right. feel the same way. Well, do you know the little? Um, it it reminds me of. Do you know the little jar that I have in my room that I that you bought me one Christmas that I keep all my rings in? I guess it's white. It's made of uh, celentine. Yeah, the yeah, the I guess it's on your my dresser. Nice, yes, so that's a crystal that you put. I put above my doors. It wards off things, but it's also the great cleanser. Okay. So that you can charge your crystals and things and and clean your, you know, the energy, the residual energy through this. I think sometimes that's who I am, is that I can be the great charger for other people. And that I can, I can, like, I can cleanse that, that portion because I don't hold on to things. Like, I can wring myself out. I'm okay. So you're... It's just different the way I like a sponge, like, but I uh, but I but, but I'm able to like to a sponge get rid of in everything. the ocean. Yeah, well, I can get rid of stuff. I can get rid of energy, and I'm I'm okay. I can move through that. Now, I'm not saying it doesn't take a toll on me, so I'm, I'm sure. Oh it no, would. you're always cheerful. Stop. Well, that, I didn't say cheerful. I don't think it has to do with being cheerful. Like it's more intentional than cheerful. I'm was, not cheerful. I was being sarcastic. Anyway. Well, stop. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's what the difference is. But I understand your perspective. It makes sense to me. Well, yeah. you're going to love tonight. Why is know? that? Because I have a spooky story. Okay. Okay. No, oh, I think you'll way, like it. But uh, We are the couple that scares together. We didn't mention I said that earlier. That. Oh, you, I you said did? welcome to the couple that scares oh, together well, podcast. Excuse me. Uh-huh. This is the other part, the other uh, member of the couple that scares together. Jason, go ahead. Give me your spiel. What else do you want to say? 
Oh, that's kind of a loaded question. Uh, we were at work today. Yes. And uh, I was having a baked potato. My wife made me a baked potato. She works downstairs in the classroom, downstairs, a different wing of the school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I work upstairs, teach up there. And uh, she and a group of her peers uh, had a uh, potato bar. Mm-hmm. And so they put together um, baked potatoes. Yes. And she was kind enough to fix me a baked potato and bring it upstairs. Yes. Well, I fix you lunch every day, so yeah, why wouldn't so I that's today? A, that's a great... Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a nice uh, memory to share there. There Good. you go. There. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. All right. So, are you ready to talk about tonight's topic? Sure. Okay. Friday the 13th? Friday the 13th. Yes. And away we go. So Friday the 13th, the superstition seems to relate to many things, some various things, right? Um, You can go back to biblical times and Jesus' Last Supper, right? Uh, He was the 13th disciple, kind of, right? There was 12. He's the 13th. Um, You can talk about there was 13 individuals present at the crucifixion. There's all sorts of numerology involved and surrounding it. Most of it's not good, right? Modern pop culture, we all know the Friday 13th franchise. Sure. Right? Um, story of a group of teenagers who stalked and murdered and while trying to reopen a summer camp at Crystal What's Lake. It's uh, Jason Voorhees. Voorhees. Yes. Um, the shocking truth about that film, though, it's based on real life murders of three teenagers and from Finland. But Crystal Lake? Yeah. Well, is not, it a real place or not, is that invented? No, that's invented. It's Which state tied. was it in? Did they ever, they don't ever like divulge that. that. Just kind of. May, I'm sure. You, you know, it could know. be anywhere. That's the whole point of Maybe. the story. Correct, correct. Um, but that's for a different day. We'll talk about that. Um, a different day. According to folklore, the unlucky nature of the number 13 originated from North Mystery and, and mythology about 12 gods having dinner, um, a dinner party at Valhalla. And this trickster god named Loki. Have you heard of Loki before? Probably from modern modern day. Yeah. Who was not invited. He arrives as the 13th guest. He arranges for Hor to shoot Baldur with a mistletoe arrow. Baldur dies and the whole earth gets dark. So the whole earth mourns. So bad, unlucky day, right? It's a major sort of story in uh, Norse mythology. And I'm not um, an expert in that, so if you... If you know other stories that kind of revolve around that, you're probably like, yeah, 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 there's more, probably. Um, I did see, uh, what was that uh, The movie I watched? Remember that? I don't know. I actually shouldn't discuss it because I can't recall it off the top of my head. We should just talk about it later. Okay. Never mind. Okay, so that, that lucky number 13 is, it, well, it, modern, They people think of that as unlucky, right? So... Friday comes from Freya, the goddess Freya, and Freya's day. That's where Friday comes from. That's from Ice Cube, the movie. Oh, God. Debo. No. Chris Tucker. No. Mm -mm. Uh, Smokey. No. Okay. No. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Big Perm. So, I think the reason No, what was his name? Big Worm? Big Worm. I haven't seen that. Well, in a now long time. we've jumped the shark. I haven't seen that in a long time. But if you listen, if you're out there and you have not seen the movie Friday, mm-hmm. it is an American classic. You have to see it. Once again, the movie is Friday. It stars uh, Chris Tucker. Uh, it stars um, Ice Cube. 
has literally nothing to do with this podcast. It's, I can't recall who else is in it, but anyway. Your stream of consciousness connected yeah, that. There you mm-hmm. go. All right. But I stumbled upon <clears throat> a great sort of perspective about tomorrow, about Friday the 13th. And that is from um, The Sisters Enchanted. So if you've not followed The Sisters Enchanted, they're a podcast. They're um, a, um, a like a dynamic duo that does their own own work and I took their journey to the soul class and it was fantastic but they kind of gave an explanation of this day um saying you know what it's not really an ancient day it's more of a modern sort of myth but what if we turn it into something that could be sacred um okay so yes Friday is associated with the goddess Freya um we'll talk about her in just a little bit and the planet Venus so Friday is a day of love it always has been right I'm going to tell you a little bit about Freya in a minute. The number 13, we said, has a long history of being unlucky. So tomorrow could seem very unlucky to people. And people say an unlucky day for love. Right? That's what that means. However, Sarah, who's the fa- one of the founders of the Sisters Unchanted, um, wrote this really great piece that says, let's, let's change the narrative of that because maybe that's not what that's supposed to be. The 12 is this like very sort of round number, right? There's 12 hours and, you know, 12 numbers. Sure. Are, everything is sure, very sure, sort of sure. very um, even and sort of uh, balanced. And we love balance. So, so 12 makes sense that we would be okay with that number and not okay with 13. But she says, what if we change that on its head and we kind of embrace a more like self-love, live with intention, embrace a soul-aligned, you know, life through, and let's let's this day be a catalyst for that, right? So, and she mentions that even though, you know, there's 12 calendar months in a year, but there's 13 full moons in a year. And I love to work with the full moon. So I think that was really like, oh, I love full moons. Um... Most of America is Christian, right? So we are very tied to those archetypes and those old traditions that come from the Bible, right? Twelve disciples at the Last Supper. But Jesus comes and he becomes the 13th. And Jesus' story is kind of like a rebel, right? He's like the rebel of the story in a lot of ways. And that's, he was 13. Um, So 12 may be a safe number, but I think 13 is outside the box. It's exciting. So I want to think about it in that sort of way. So what if tomorrow is a day to break free, do something different, um, do something nice for yourself, in your soul, and really change the narrative. Change the narrative. Change the narrative. Absolutely. It starts tomorrow. Starts tomorrow, right? I think we can do that by maybe honoring the goddess Freya a little bit. And I really love her. So there are a few goddesses that I really, really love. And I've talked about Hecate in detail last podcast. Let's talk about that. So let's talk a little bit about Freya. Um, so it's a goddess that is, um, I'll tell you what she's associated with. She's known as the goddess of love and war, right? Oh, she's right. Norse in, 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 um, in love origin. And war. Yes. Well, they go there. They are, um, the exact polar that, you know, they're right. polar you know, opposites. the antithesis of each other, sure. but that makes sense, right? Yes, so that does. When you think about her, her powers, it's often ancient magic, um, manifestation, um, a lot of it through weaving, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Symbols. She's often pictured with cats, um, particularly a white fluffy cat. Why is it always like witches and cats all the time? Cats, uh, cats, cats, cats. I cats, think cats. because cats are just like knowing and they're very, they're hard to, um, 
well, the gosh, they're hard to control or tame. They have a life of their own, I and think that's also because freedom. Like you know, years ago, you know, um, women were you know by the home at home, mm-hmm. and by the hearth. Pets, yeah, yeah. Cats are pets that are typically you know uh, the, the uh, they're small. Yes, and they're going to stick by the house. Yes, um, so cats. Falcons, rabbits are often associated with her and ladybugs. Ladybugs. Right. So this is the goddess that I most um, associate with my daughter. Ladybugs actually um, reminds me of the Rodney Dangerfield movie about the ladybug soccer team. Remember that? But Do you remember that? The ladybugs? Yes, but I have no idea why that obscure... Wasn't it... Was it Rodney Dangerfield or, or... No, who was in that? I think you're right. I just was don't know Rodney? why. I don't know why this has to do with. This, I just thought of it just like now in the moment, man. Well, you want poof. a lot, but you want, you know, a real, you know, free flowing show. <laughs> That's what I thought of, lady. Who it was? Mike Ditka was in it, I believe. And why don't you gather your notes about this? I should and you discuss. Could, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah we'll talk about and it I'm later. sure everybody is just waiting on bated breath to hear about a uh, maybe a 1990. Sort of movie no, what, that probably was just talk, average. Keep talking Don't about you dare. Right now. Okay. So this is the goddess I most associate with my daughter. Um, <clears throat> in fact, we call her Ladybug. And she happens to own a white fluffy cat. But I've always associated with her, with Morgan, with Freya. Oh, you're right. 1992. I was right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rodney Dangerfield. Jeez. Ladybug's the movie. Yeah, it's about a girl's football coach named Chester oh my who god figures out that he you know who jumps over to coaching a girls soccer team so 50% yeah. of our audience just got just yeah but if you had clicked out. listen those people who don't know Rodney Dangerfield they don't care was one of the most fantastic comedians of all time okay we're gonna get back on track all right <clears throat> Freya goddess of love and war powers ancient magic um a divinity um, manifestation through weaving, um, like a symbols, spider. cats, rabbits, ladybugs um, for offerings. She tiger's eye, and precious metals, honey, mead, and Celtic knots. So Celtic what knots? Okay. Um, teachings: learning how to be a warrior in life, uh, witchcraft, uh, runes, and fertility magic. It's all really about like becoming a woman and like becoming into your own sexuality. She has a lot to do with that. Freya does sort of like it. She's kind of like the for me. I associated with her of like an awakening. Goddess. I mean, I guess, but here's the problem. Like that's great for you know like half the population and okay. the other half. What are they thinking about right now? They're listening. Men are like okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like this is kind of where because it all it's so. Well, yeah. I because she's a goddess. I know, but it's so there will be there will be a time. To women well, there will be time when I talk about some Viking and. Well, and, you know what men care about? Ladybugs, the movie. <laughs> That's what they care about. Um, so and I, Friday. I want to show you a picture of how she's often portrayed. Okay. With often her. feathers. Does she look good? Uh, yeah. I mean, she looks like you know if, if I saw her in a bar. I, Oh my god! I mean, you know, she's kind of intriguing, but she isn't. You know why? Because she's often portrayed as blonde, and even though I'm blonde, that's actually not your demographic, Um, and I'm probably too young for you. Whatever. Mm. Some shade there. 
So anyway, feathers, what? chariots. <laughs> I mean, she's talking about like a past <clears throat> cat figurines, that was, that incense. Was like I'm just keep talking over you. Fifteen years ago, I don't know. Fifteen years ago, like a, you know, uh, I'm an old girlfriend from a long time ago. It's like May she a rest in peace. Generation ago, almost. And she my was. Still, but she still brings it up <laughs> to do. this day. Like it's insane. She's often called the goddess of beautiful and tears. Like she's. Oh she's well. She's there sometimes you go. portrayed as crying. Can't have one without the other. Correct. Right. Um. So I. <sighs> she's a cliche. What you're saying. No, I'm not. Nobody said that. <laughs> That's what I said. That's your interpretation That's what I, of yes, it. it. Yes, it is. Um. Okay, so there you go. That's Freya. Um, if you want to connect with her, try offering up, I would say, a little altar of honey. Using tiger's eye crystals um, is a really good sort of first step. Um, and, and, you know. I just, if I, I think that if you could just see my face, you would just, people at home would be like, mm-hmm. Yep, that's about right. <laughs> What's the problem? Um, anyway, so she's portrayed often as a really beautiful goddess, too. So she's all about beauty as well. So, and she's just equally as fierce as she is loving. So Friday, Freya's day, maybe connect with Freya. So that's my, that's my uh, idea of how we're going to turn Friday the 13th on its narrative. Turn this thing around. Turn it upside down. But would you like a scary story about Friday the 13th? Yes, of course I would. Okay. That's what Definitely. That's what you're waiting for. Yes, let's go. Okay, so this is your spooky story, and this comes from a listener who's a new listener. And I found this listener because when I had this idea of doing this podcast, I reached out and put a thread on Reddit to get some sort of um, some spooky stories maybe about this or the way people connect with Friday the 13th. So um, somebody uh, wrote back to me, and this is her story. Oh, well. Wow. Okay? So, um... Let's do it. And I'm not going to post her name because she didn't give her explicit permission, but this is her story. She said, um, this is called The Fourth Floor. Okay. When I was living in a hostel during my ninth and 10th grade, um, there were four floors in our hostel, and we were only about 25 or 27 girls. Um, the fourth floor remained empty with only um, maids visiting once or a month to clean it up. Okay. Previously, there had been an occasion where, where one very quiet, like kind of, she describes her as being simple girl uh had tried to commit suicide from the fourth floor so there was all this like lore and legend surrounding it uh she didn't go up high enough is that what you're saying she tried to leap out but it's only how it was a few floors oh my god too I, short. but that's not part of the story <laughs> that, he just created that i don't you how, did the you problem hear that? is it was only four floors so when she jumped it wasn't high enough is that what, no. that's what you're saying? No, that wasn't said at all. No, that's what I I'm don't for. know why she was unsuccessful or what happened, but that was not it. Okay. Um, so she said that at this time in her life, it was very, very stressful. And so her imagination did run wild. She admits to that. Um, she said back then I had a habit of walk, waking up at around 3 or 4 a.m. Um, to study until it was breakfast time. Oh, it could be like the old, um, uh, the old hag or the hat Okay, man. it's not about that. You're hijacking her story. Her roommate, on the other hand, would stay up until like 2 or 3 in the morning and then wake up right before um, she went to bed. Like they were on opposite schedules, right? And we know that from college. That I mean, I had a friend like that. So on one such night, she said, my roommate woke me up, woke me up, and I saw that she had gone completely pale and her eyes were bloodshed red. 
like bloodshot red. I asked her what was wrong and she said nothing and slept it off. I thought she must have had a fight with her boyfriend and went to study. But all the time while I was studying, I kept feeling that somebody was watching me. And it made me so afraid that I closed my books and went off to sleep. The next morning, I asked her what was wrong and she curtly said, nothing, I gotta go. And after that, she kept ignoring me. And when I finally confronted her, she told me the creepiest story I've ever heard. She told me that she was studying, as per usual, around 12 to about 1230 at night. The timing is creepy because the previous suicide that she talked about, the attempted suicide or whatever it was, Mm -hmm. the rumor, people said it had taken place that same time of the day. She decided to make coffee for herself. And on her way back to the room, she felt like somebody was following her. She turned around and saw me. She noticed I wasn't wearing my glasses or flip-flops or the small black thread my mom had tied around my hand. She wears like a black thread around her hand. Okay. She didn't make much of it, but asked me, you're up earlier than usual. And I responded with, let's go to the fourth floor balcony. She asked why, she asked me why I wanted to do that. And I said, it'd be really fun. And I grabbed her by the hand and took her upstairs. Once we got there, she made a few comments about the weather. And then I responded saying one simple word, jump. She obviously would look, was scared and worried and couldn't believe what I was saying. And I kept insisting, jump, jump, jump. She claimed I got pretty aggressive, at which point she went inside and came back to the dorm only to find me fast asleep. Her bloodshot eyes then made a lot more sense to me the next day. See, I was right. Did you get the point of this story? Or am I going to have to explain it yeah, to you explicitly? I don't know. It was doppelganger or... yeah maybe yeah you don't think that's spooky of course i do it's i think you're lack so that's so creepy to me yeah like the, the you know oh wait where's your black yes. bracelet thing and where's your what else was she missing? her glasses yeah, right, flip flops how can you see why are your feet bare <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but you know why you don't you... ask those questions in the moment you just like go okay, okay, like, okay weird, well, I guess. maybe she just woke up and she's kind of disoriented and now she's talking about killing herself. Yeah. She was telling oh, her, her to do it. The other. Well, she was prompting let's go her. Together. Let's go together. Let's hold hands on the way down. Don't do that. Interesting. Interesting. That was spooky. So that is our spooky Friday the 13th that was pretty story. Good, man. That's very spooky. That is a good story. Yes. Now, she did said, that story take place on the 13th? Yes. Part of the 13th? Yes. And she said it from did. Yes. And she said from now on, that day spooks her. Maybe I should be a better uh, listener. You maybe should. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she said she said for from now attention. on, it spooks her. The day spooks it should, her. It should, yeah. Um, and speaking of spooker spooking, spooky. Speaking of spooking, um, I have a teacher at school, and you know him. I'll tell you later who he is. He tell me now. no, <laughs> he is so superstitious about this day. He takes off. He won't come to school if I planned. Tomorrow a, he's not going to. Oh, hundred percent, he won't. If I planned a meeting, he wouldn't show up. He's already. He would tell me ahead of time. Uh huh. This person. He said if he won are... a lottery ticket with those numbers or around there or anything, he wouldn't, he wouldn't take, take the it. Uh huh. He's that superstitious I'll at this take day. It. I mean, come Isn't on. Isn't that crazy? But this person is just, I mean, you're attracting negativity at that point because you're putting. I guess so. Putting yeah, because you're, you're holding that power. Law of attraction, it. man. That's what you're putting out. Right. That's right. what you're putting out. That's what he's going to get in return. I guess. Well, I mean, he, I guess he takes preventative measures. What's a superstitious a superstition that you. Me? That you have a lot of. Um, that you're tied to? Uh, sometimes when I watch like a 
Penn State football game. I want the team to win. So badly. So badly. And I get so wrapped up in the games, whatever. Like, last night was a basketball game that I find it difficult to watch the game. So I, like, walk out of the room and come yes. back in and check the scores because it just, yeah, it's, you know, like I'm emotionally invested to a point where it's unhealthy. Right. Uh, that isn't really like superstition per se. Yeah. Uh, what else do I do? I know if you're washing dishes during a Penn State game, it's bad. That means you can't, you can't, yeah, I you can't, can't bear be in it. There. You can't bear it. Superstition. Like, I mean, maybe I shouldn't say this, but what I sometimes like, you know, yeah. I know exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> Go ahead. Should I talk about it? Why not? I know. Well, I know I'm you're superstitious. Leak, I know you right? count. So I know there. exactly what I've you do. I've done it my whole life. I stand there and count how long it takes. Right. That, I can't help myself. It's like obsessive compulsive. To. That's not superstition. I, have to, I know. <laughs> I know you do. That's one thing I do. I just can't. I love it. I just, I just <laughs> do it. I count in my, in my mind how long it takes. I know. You're so crazy. I know exactly what you do. Yeah. I know. I'm not embarrassed. No, so I know. Fine. That's I know. What, that's what I you are a very sort of strange person when it comes to like routines and things. That um, what else? What I, do you mean? <laughs> what else is a routine? Um, you're you're just a very sort like of. I just know you're a very what? rigid person when In it comes to way? certain routines. In what way? Give me another example. <sighs> I, other than my you're my <laughs> counting my length of urination. Um. I'm not sure. I have to think of some good ones. Well, you just said that. I know. <laughs> like, I think I'm, I, I, I'll, I'll think about them. But you are a very sort of strange creature, and we kind of all just, like, allow you to um, be that way. I do dishes uh, by hand. Won't use a dishwasher. He's a very dishwasher. stubborn. Can't stand it. Uh-huh. Never use it. Right. Uh, I run all the time. Right. Uh, <laughs> just because I feel like I need to. Right. It, it makes me feel whole. <laughs> um, what else? Like well, it's, do, a, it's a wonderful coping mechanism. I do push-ups. Yes, you're very up. healthy, that, sir. That kind of stuff. That's not bad for you, though. No one That's said, what I, like, that helps me no one said regulate was, myself. No one said it was bad for you. I think they're great, great, great healthy coping strategies. What else? Strategies. Uh, um, if, I, if I was single, uh, you know. What? Um, unmarried. I would, uh, I would be at the bar all the time if I didn't have kids and a wife. I would just drink myself, you know. Well, that uh, sounds awful. I'm into oblivion, probably. What? No, I mean I like drinking. Oh my god, so, that sounds awful. No, it's not. If I didn't have you, I, I would. Mean, be... I think if I didn't have like a more conventional, <laughs> like this conventional wife that helps keep me together, your structure that I would. Yes, that would become a raging alcoholic, possibly. Oh, Jason. Well, I'm glad to see that that's, that's, that's not true. I don't know. Yeah, You're just I mean, very rigid. Well, so you well you walk around and you move things at right angles. So like yeah. you, you you do the way you yeah. put things out or the way you close drawers or, or or whatever is very sort of strange. What are you talking? What does that? What do you mean the way close drawers? I'm just very like I, I'm here. I'm like turning things yeah, so that fact. everything is at a right angle, yes. and then you'll say, "Excuse me, excuse me," and then you'll try to close the door drawer the uh, right way. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. look, I don't. With me, like less is more. Like I, I mean, I don't put a lot of value on um, uh, material stuff. Yes, uh, we all we items. all know this. We get I it. Just, well, they don't. 
Yes, you've said it before, but go I ahead. Have? Yes. Yeah, I just don't value stuff. I don't value that. I, I like to value uh, uh, relationships and people. Yes, and, well, that's great. Personal experiences. That's what I value. Like, my goal in life, one of them, because I've been thinking about things that I'd like us to do, I want to uh, to own an RV. Mm-hmm. And I want to take this podcast, like you know, um, all around, and I, I on want the road, to get, like yes, the Muppets, on the road again, like Foz and <laughs> and Gonzo. Uh huh. In the original Muppet Show, I enjoy I enjoy the Muppets. Like I mean, there's nothing <laughs> I do. Like I enjoy like childlike things. I enjoy. Yes, um, you do. I enjoy. One of my favorite authors is Roald Dahl. Uh, the children's author. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, like I love his stories; they're fantastic. Um, anyway, anyway, get an RV. You and I okay. travel. Take the show out. Okay. You know, meet the people, meet the people. tell our stories. Okay. Do our thing. It'd be awesome. Can we come back to my house full of stuff? Yes. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let, let, no, I would. I would no, eventually. No. Keep the house. Keep the house. Stuff. Keep no. the house, get rid of the no. stuff. Keep the house, get rid of the stuff. <laughs> yes, that's what, I, that's what I'm talking about. Well, we're not. not. When I die, you can get rid of my stuff. If you, if you could bear to get uh, throw things away. I'm going to live a long time. So Okay, great. When I die, you can get rid of my stuff. You'll, you'll be here too. Where are you going? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, so we hope that your Friday the 13th is great. I would say let's make a point to do something wonderful yourself. And instead of thinking it as unlucky and love day, which is what, you know, it comes down to often, think of it as let's think out of the box and do something different day. Let's look at Friday the 13th superstitions quick. Let's see what we can find. Okay. Never mind. You just mean superstitions in general? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of them. Yeah, I don't know. I, by my nature, am superstitious, but... Like, I spill salt and throw it over my left shoulder. And I, I'm very superstitious. Do you... Yeah, I don't do any of that. Mm-hmm. Yep. What do I do? I can't think of any... Um, that's superstition. Yeah but, yeah, but that's it. Superstitions, like, I'm not really sure you have many. N- n- no, you have I don't believe so. anxiety around topics, but not necessarily superstitions. Uh, Oh, here's some. Okay. Here. 18 superstitions from around the world. Okay. So here we go. I love black cats, so that can't be it. These are pictures. Number <laughs> one, you can't see them. You can only hear my voice. Number one, <laughs> knocking on wood. Yes, I do that. Okay, there's that. Okay, I do that. All right. Uh, next one is, wait for it. Throwing salt over your shoulder. Left shoulder. I do it. Okay. In fact, I'm going to get that phrase tattooed on me. What? Left shoulder? No. I do that? Throw salt over your left shoulder. That's one of my... I think throw salt over your left shoulder and plant rosemary by your garden gate. That's my superstition. Okay. Number three. That's from Practical Magic. Uh, Walking under a ladder. I would never do that. Especially um, uh, if you're in construction, you probably shouldn't do that. If I break a mirror, I will bind it and bury it. Okay. That's great. <laughs> oh, look. Is that the next one? Number four. I'm all superstitious. Broken mirror. Okay. Broken, broken mirror. Yeah. I will bind it, salt it, and bury it. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like what else? Dahmer. No, it doesn't. Victims. Yeah. Bind it, salt it, bury it. Okay, that's BTK, and that's wrong. Whatever. Oh, my God, you're so bad at this. Go. Serial killers. <laughs> okay, number five. Okay. S- step on a crack, break, break your, your mother's back. back. Okay, All I don't right. have that one. There's that one. Okay. Number six, <gasps> lucky pennies. I would oh. never pick I would never pick up a penny on tail side down. Teddy picks up Teddy, everyone. Well, no, he's very careful about his penny. Oh, he is? Yes. Yeah, that's true. He, he's very he superstitious. Okay. Okay. Lucky pennies. I got that. Horseshoe. I believe in a horseshoe. There, well, there you go. Number seven. I use lucky it for my spell. I use it for my spell work. Uh, it's a horse, of course. Of course, of course. Okay. Number yes. eight. I believe if a broom, if you want somebody to leave your house, have you heard this one? Hold you on. put a broom upside down. Okay. That people will leave your house. Friday the thirteenth okay. is number eight. Okay. Number nine. I don't really have that one. Is obviously. black cats. Love them. I would love to have one. Yeah. They're... Cats are cool. It's all good. They're off. I think they were actually very unlucky in ancient times. Go ahead. Next. Cats. Black cats. Fingers crossed. Uh, I fingers. I do that. Right. I also pick my feet up when I go over a railroad track. Okay. When I drive. Number eleven. I never heard this. This is from Turkey. What? Chewing gum at night. I Chewing don't know. gum. I don't know anything at night. about that. I would never swallow gum though. My mother told me I would. It would get stuck uh, in my stomach. <laughs> in Turkey, it is thought that after dark, chewing gum is magically transformed like the mogwai in the movie Gremlins, <gasps> who turn into the titular monsters if they eat after midnight into the flesh of the dead. Ew. So, well, you know why? Because mothers were picket, cutting gum out of kids' hair. And they probably were yeah, like... Yeah, probably. <laughs> Don't Turkish fall asleep with gum. Like, Turkish women shit. are like, I'm sick. Cut I'm your hair. this. I'm tired of, you know, cutting your hair. <laughs> it's done. It's done. No more gum at night because it, it's going to turn into the flesh of the dead. <laughs> okay. Uh, the number four in China. Is unlucky. Is considered unlucky. Okay. Okay. Do you have a lucky number? I don't know. Oh, this is really interesting. I love this because I teach. My lucky number is three. Uh, I if anybody Teach, cares. Or, I've taught Romeo and Juliet a few yes. times. So this, okay. is, this is an awesome one. Writing love letters to Juliet Capulet. This story comes to us, or this idea comes to us from Verona, Italy. Okay. So, yeah, do not write a, a letter of love to Juliet. That's bad luck. Bad luck, okay. Uh, shout out, of course, to William Shakespeare. The man. Evil Eye. I have them all over the place. C- Curse of the Evil Eye? Right. Do you know what the story, the legend of the Evil Eye is? So uh, you know I wear it. Probably heard of it, but it's been, oh my gosh. Oh, been a while. So I don't have a very good memory. Here's the idea. If it breaks on you, I have a necklace that I wear. And if it breaks on you, that means it's done its job. You need to thank it and bury it. So, And then people will wear different jewelry all the time to repel evil, right? Okay. Repel negativity. If it breaks... That means I have a little girl out there, Lulu. She can't listen to this because she's too little. But she loves evil eyes, and they always break. And that means they're done their job. Okay. Note to wise, and this is just my personal belief, never get a tattoo of an evil eye because you cannot purge it. So it cannot – you cannot cleanse yourself because it's tattooed on. So that's another thing I want to discuss. And I wanted to kind of reach out to our listeners to get some feedback, but – I've wanted to get a tattoo for a while, but I can't decide what to get or where to get it. And I guess I'm just asking for some help here if anybody has any ideas. Um, my 
wife has a lot of tattoos. I have none. And I connect very easily. So my next one will be writing um, up my arm that goes with my triple goddess tattoo. But no, I I, I commit very easily to tattoos because I'm like, yes, I need it. It's it's it represents who I am, and um, I love it. Okay. Okay. Next curse. This one is tucking thumbs in inside of a cemetery. And this comes to us from Japan. Oh, I don't know that one. So apparently Japanese people, when uh, they walk into a cemetery, they will tuck their thumbs in. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, uh, do you know the superstition that you ne- when you take a dead body out of the house, it needs to go um, feet first? Uh, do you know that? When... Godzilla. Oh, stop. Uh, no, because I was going to say, when, our, when my mother died, and she died in our home, my sister and I asked her body to be removed feet first. Okay. It's a superstition. Uh, so they can't look back. When our snake eats a mouse, he eats the, um, uh, uh, the mouse head first. Mm. That's probably not a superstition. Probably not. It's going to come off as callous in this that's one. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. Gigi wouldn't mind. It's fine. She would absolutely mind. She's probably listening now. She probably is. Okay. Is next that it? one. What? Oh, this is from Russia. Giving yellow flowers. Is that good or bad? Uh, it is bad. Uh, let's see. In Russia, yellow flowers in particular are seen as problematic as they are thought to represent infidelity, mm. separation, or even death. Oh. Yeah. I do love a daisy. Yellow flowers count? in Russia, it, that's a big no-no. What kind of flowers do, are you not allowed to give me? Uh, hang on. Roses. And? There's other ones that I bought you before and you said they were wrong. <laughs> so, um, Lilies. Hold on. Don't get yeah, I guess. Yeah, I the death flower. Who can remember all this? I mean, you have so many rules about yourself. <laughs> I mean, most women are like, hey, that's great. Thanks for the flowers. You? No, that, that's the wrong kind of flowers. You got me the wrong kind. <laughs> I don't like any kind of lilies because that's what ones. people send you when people die. And I equate that with death. Okay, speaking of <laughs> uh, superstitions, here we go. Okay. This one comes to us from Brazil. It's sweeping feet. Uh, the exact origins of this superstition are unknown, but legend has it that a woman who cannot keep house does not a good wife make. So if you sweep over your feet and you're a woman, you... Oh, you're in trouble. Yeah, you're in big trouble. Well, I believe you put a cinnamon broom above your doorway for luck. We have that. I've noticed that. Yes. Last one. Itchy palms. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, you from the Caribbean. Okay. Uh, so there you go. If your palms are itchy in the Caribbean or the Caribbean, uh, whatever you prefer, that is bad luck. So there's your list. There's your list. Okay. All right. I thought if it was itchy palm, you were like something about money. But uh, well, you've heard that before. Um. Yes. All right. Y- yes, it actually is. Yes. Um, I'm an itchy right palm means money is coming your way. I like that. Uh, the left hand seems to hold passive energy and the right hand holds active energy, which symbolically could explain the coming in and out of money. Yes. So, so when you ground yourself. Right hand is good. Yep. You know, that means money coming in. Left hand. 
Yes. You got bills to pay. So when you ground yourself and you practice that, um, they say that you're supposed to hold different crystals in different hands and that you you meditate on that energy comes in through your left and out through your right. right. Like that kind of path. And there's science behind that apparently. What like if the you're, flow of energy. What if you're left-handed? doesn't matter. I don't know. Maybe it matters. I don't know. You're probably all backwards. I'm yes. left-handed. That's why oh, I am. For the love. All right. I think we have to wrap it up. It's been wonderful. This was a good show, I think. <laughs> yes. It was good. I feel like good. I feel like hey. you guys have, have seen a glimpse into into us. Listen, be on the lookout. What are we on the lookout for? Check out our website because I'm going to be updating it okay. uh, this weekend. Love it. Uh, work on the website. Uh, work on uh, the IG. Uh, what else do we have to work on? The Instagram. My wife is late. Our our <laughs> social media platform right. the Insta, is that more appropriate? The Insta. Whatever. The Insta. The Insta That's will be fine. bussing. That's what the kids say. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not one of them. Um, yeah, bussin'. we're gonna we're gonna do that. These shoes are bussing. These this shoes dude are bussing. Like, what what are you talking about? <laughs> That's crazy talk. <laughs> um, yeah, and we're gonna start looking at our summer. So we'll start to um, look at some um, travel plans for the summer, and some conferences and some speaking engagements. So be on the lookout for that. We'll have some news news about that. Hey, coming by to the a way, town near you. By the way, but shout out to the folks at Purple Mattress. Oh, Purple well, Mattress because well, listen, we got some new sponsors. A new sponsor, we're on. yeah, I got a sponsor. God bless those folks. A box that we kind of try some things. And I gotta listen. I have a bad back from time to time. <laughs> we're and I'm ready. Telling you that since I've used Purple Mattress, this back <laughs> has been just fine. <laughs> we are ready to um to to bring on some more sponsors. So, and we're not going to sponsor anything that we don't already love. So that's that's the plan. But um, anyway, so have a great week, and we'll be back next week with another, I hope, informative show, and I hope something resonated with you tonight. Yeah, have hey, a great week. By the way, knock on wood. Knock on wood. Throw salt over your left shoulder.